Welcome to This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had type 1 diabetes for 25 years. I'm a life coach, author, and speaker. I also work full time as a process analyst in the power industry. I'm passionate about type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me. I'm Jessie Tuggy, and I've had diabetes for nine years. I love hiking and painting. I'm looking forward to working as an engineer after I get my degree in college. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my life and my future, to learn everything I can about type 1 diabetes. Each week on the show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, bring on cool people with connections to type 1, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. Welcome to episode 78 of This is Type 1, real-life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today, we're discussing bogus cures for and claims about type 1 diabetes throughout history. I have the win this week, and I had my annual blood draw, which I hate, by the way, because I'm not a fan of needles going into the crook of my arm, but my A1C is 5.3%, so that's another win on my quest to stay below 5.5%. And that was one of my 2021 diabetes goals. Jeffy, what is your fail? So my fail this week is, so with having divorced parents, it gets really easy to forget certain diabetic supplies at the other parent's house. So I got input on my new guardian sensor, which I love, by the way, and I put it on at my dad's house over break. From there, I wore it all the way up until my mom's house, and then it died. And I was without a sensor for four days, but I fortunately got it back to my dad's and put it back on yesterday. I'm still loving it. So absolutely a must have. Is this the new one? Yeah, this is the Guardian 3 sensor. And that goes with the brand new pump you have? Yeah, with the 770 pump. Oh, that sounds fancy. It really is. It's really nice. (laughs) I'm absolutely loving it. What do you like the most about it right now? The accuracy of it. Like every time I test, the sensor is instead of like, so it used to be within 10 to 15. It has been always within five points of my blood sugar. Whenever I test or like it's something weird or it's always been within five points and my blood sugars have just been like a constant line, even if I eat something or work out or whatever. It's, it's been amazing. I love it. That is awesome. So I'm really happy about it. (laughs) The hack this week, when someone tells you that you can cure your diabetes naturally, just smile and move on. If you're up for arguing, feel free. But nowadays, plenty of people get set in their ways and they aren't really open to hearing a different opinion. You'll probably cause yourself more annoyance by trying to tell them they're wrong or by trying to convince them that you're right. And that ties in perfectly with today's episode. Because today we're talking about those bogus cures and claims about type 1 diabetes across history. Most of us have heard the constant refrain that cinnamon and okra water will cure us, that we just have to go carnivore and get some sunlight and we'll never need to take a drop of insulin again, and even that you can prevent type 1 from even happening. All of those are not true. So first, let's establish what is true. Type 1 diabetes is not preventable or curable. As of 2021, the only thing that you can do is treat it with insulin if you do develop it. Type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disorder, which means the immune system attacks and destroys the insulin-producing cells of the pancreas. Why this happens is up for debate. 
my endocrinologist tells me that to develop type 1 diabetes, you need one, pedigree, or the genetic foundation for it, and two, a leaky gut. And you can go back and listen to episode 61, my interview with my endo, to learn more about functional medicine and her view about why type 1 diabetes develops. Next, you should be aware of how to identify bogus cures and claims about type 1 diabetes. One, a person or website claims to be able to cure type 1 diabetes, especially if it involves a minimal time and effort on your part, and you giving a lot of money or money in any certain way. Number two, anecdotal evidence or stories of people who, quote, went off insulin, end quote, and, quote, cured their type 1 diabetes, end quote, by following this program or taking that supplement. It is really easy to find people to lie in exchange for money. Three, they, ooh, there's limited time offers or urgency to buy the product that's marketing for curing diabetes. Number four, anything telling you to throw away your insulin or that you don't actually need insulin to regulate your blood sugars. Just no. And five, medical cure stories without the medical evidence to back it up, especially if the person who was cured is claiming to have a unique case or experience. It's possible that people are faking the diagnosis for sympathy or financial gain. Thankfully, the FDA monitors companies claiming to cure diseases. In May 2016, the FDA issued a consumer update warning for people with diabetes to beware of illegally marketed diabetes products. The statement said, quote, as the number of people diagnosed with diabetes continues to grow, illegally marketed products promising to prevent, treat, and even cure diabetes are flooding the marketplace, end quote. Something to be aware of, though, is that these claims and bogus cures do not only come from deceptive companies on the internet. They can come from your friends and your family members who think they know what you need to do to be healthy. Pro tip, they don't. The high school friend who now sells Herbalife will probably think she knows how to cure your type 1 diabetes without big pharma, and she is objectively wrong. The sad part is, is that they don't even know they're mistaken. In this case, ignorance is not bliss, is actually really damaging. Let's talk about some of the things that people have claimed will cure the betas. Number one is the paleo diet. Witchcraft, literally someone casting a spell on type 1 diabetes or type 1 diabetics. And this one I have seen on media before, not with diabetes, but with other diseases. So that's always great. Uh, yeah. That is so sad. Like, seriously, witchcraft. I keep thinking of that that gif from The Hunchback of Notre Dame where it's that, oh, I can't remember his name, but it's that gif of the guy going, witchcraft. Or black magic or something like that, but it's so funny. The next one on our list is the keto diet. While it does really help with blood sugar control, this will not cure type 1 diabetes. It also won't cure type 2 diabetes, but it will reverse it. That is true. Okay, flaxseed, which doesn't always taste the greatest, by the way. Avocado extract has been claimed to cure diabetes. I will eat the avocado over the extract, but no, it won't cure your diabetes. Chard extract, which doesn't sound good. I don't actually know what chard is. I don't but, know either. <laughs> but at one point, my mom used to make Swiss chard. And I, it's this green thing. I think it's some kind of like vegetation. I actually don't know what it is. Maybe it's cheese. I'm not sure. Oh, my husband has pulled up uh, the Googles and it looks like leaf, leafy greens, basically. It's just a type of like lettuce kind of thing. 
but she used to make Swiss chard and the only person, not even a person who would eat it was the dog. Like Karen, my sister and I, we would not even touch it, but the dog liked it. (laughs) Another thing that people have claimed will cure type one is honey. Like, are you kidding me? Honey, it's pure sugar. It's going to make your blood sugar go up. No. (laughs) So another one is turmeric, which, you know, is pretty good to eat, but honestly, I ate turmeric one time and my blood sugar spiked because of it. Or at least I think it was, but it was on something. It tasted so good, but I know it definitely, I remember it spiking. I was like, ooh, I wonder what that was. Yeah, don't, it doesn't cure nothing. No. Turmeric is, I think it's an ingredient in curry. Yeah. And like dishes like that. It's really good for you. It's anti-inflammatory, but it will not cure your diabetes. I even heard you can put it in your hair and it'll make your hair grow faster, but I don't think it'll cure your diabetes. So Mm-mm. no, do not recommend. And then the last one on this is the malaria vaccine. I, I can't even with this. That doesn't make any sense. People, no. it's for malaria, not for diabetes. It doesn't make any sense at all. <sighs> There's a blog out there called A Sweet Life, and they put it really beautifully. The FDA recommends watching out for these and similar red flags. Lowers your blood sugars naturally. Inexpensive therapy to fight and eliminate type 2 diabetes. But also, you know, type 1. Protects your eyes, kidneys, and blood vessels from damage. Replaces your diabetes medicine. No, it doesn't. Effective treatment to relieve all symptoms of diabetes. Wow. Natural diabetes cure. Again, no. It's worth being wary of anything with one or more of the following words. Natural. Supplement. Extract. Miracle. Overnight. Free. Tincture. Elixir, healing, cinnamon, (laughs) okra, bitter gourd, or the phrase, the simple thing pharma doesn't want you to know about. So I also gathered some crazy claims about type 1 diabetes, and Jesse's going to share the first one here. It's an organ, and all organs are capable of regenerating. Hmm. I'm pretty sure there are some kidney, like people with kidney transplants who would you know that's that's not the case no no insulin is a fake medicine one of my friends actually saw this on a carnivore instagram and he sent me the post and i was not the only person to be like what the hell i I actually went and i commented on it and i got a lot of likes on my comment but it was like this person thought that insulin was a fake fake cure or a fake medicine it was so ridiculous like dude no ugh Okay, doctors can't tell their patients about natural ways to cure type 1 diabetes because they'll lose their licenses if they don't peddle big pharma drugs. That's so ridiculous. No. You can naturally reverse your type 1 diabetes. Again, just just no. You can manage your diabetes with diet and exercise. This is true for type 2 diabetics, but never for type 1. Like... It's a problem with our organ, not our dietary. To some extent. I mean, you can probably completely reverse type 2 diabetes in most cases, but there's probably those outliers that take some medicine. So, but yeah. Another one is that diabetics can't have any sugar ever. No, if we don't treat low blood sugars with sugar, we will die. It's the only thing that can reverse a low blood sugar and lows are deadly. 
and they're deadly if they're not treated. I mean, I can have a, a low and be fine, but they're deadly if they're not treated. And this isn't to say that you can turn off your insulin pump for a few minutes to arrest a low, but never having anything with carbs or sugar in it won't cure your diabetes. Like for the people who can go full carnivore, it certainly helps with blood sugars, but it does not kickstart the pancreas to regenerate or something equally ridiculous. Too much sugar causes diabetes. No, 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 no. That's so not true. This comment annoys me all of the time because this is the one that I get the most. My diabetes was not caused by me eating a candy bar or, you know, a happy meal when I was six years old. No. Another one is you'll outgrow it. Also, no. The insulin producing cells in your body have been destroyed. They're not coming back and they can't recover from it. Nope. Those poor dead beta cells. Another one is diabetes is contagious. Also, no. I actually had some kids in elementary school ask if they would catch my diabetes. Good thing for them. The answer is no. You can't catch diabetes. You can always tell what your blood sugar is by how you feel. While I wish this was true, the reality is very different. I've tested my blood sugar feeling like I was low and actually ended up being really high. Sometimes you just can't tell. And if I had treated that as a low without checking, I would have gone even higher and damaged my body even more. And that's actually kind of true right now because (laughs) I knocked my sensor off, which is a first, ran it into the shower door, but I knocked it off and I had to change it early. And the new sensor has been wildly inaccurate for the first day and a half, two days. And so it's telling me that I'm like 58, but my number is actually in the 90s. Or it's telling me I'm 176 and I'm actually like 120. So I didn't feel those differences, but well, I could tell I wasn't actually 58. But the sensor can sometimes not be accurate and we can't actually tell how we feel. Another uh, crazy claim about diabetes. All diabetics need to take insulin. This is actually not true. Only type 1 diabetics need to take insulin. Sometimes type 2 diabetics are prescribed insulin, but that's something they can reduce later if they control for it with diet and exercise. You have just have to talk with your doctor about that. Insulin cures diabetes. No, it's called insulin therapy. It's just a treatment. Wouldn't that be nice, though, if insulin was actually a cure? Because like, you get your first injection at the doctor's office when you're diagnosed, and boom, you're done. But no, that's, that's not how it works. Uh, another crazy claim. Having to take more insulin means your diabetes is getting worse. No. Doses vary from person to person, and it can vary with things like the menstrual cycle, puberty, menopause, your physical fitness level, how much weight you're carrying, and so, so much more. Stress can also cause insulin use to go up. It's not one-size-fit-all. Another crazy claim is you shouldn't take your insulin or medications when you're sick. I'm not even sure why this is a thing, but... Don't stop taking your insulin when you're sick. You might actually have higher blood sugars when you're getting over an illness. So you'll absolutely want to be taking your insulin during that time. You can't exercise with diabetes. This is so untrue. It takes a little bit more preparation and planning to make sure that you don't go too high or too low. But people with diabetes can and should exercise. For instance, I was the captain of my color guard team. I was the captain of my cross country team for my junior year. Also, the track team for my junior year, because this year is definitely getting canceled. So as somebody who ran for the last six plus years, I can tell you 
this is not true. And then you can also go listen to the episode 67 with Seth Helbling, someone who is active in a lot of extreme and high intensity outdoor sports. So what do you do when you hear bogus stuff like this? It sounds too good to be true. It probably is. When in doubt, always ask your healthcare team to point you in the right direction. There should be no shame in asking for clarification about something as important as how you manage your type 1 diabetes. It is really sad that we have to say this, but there are illegally marketed diabetes drugs out there, and there are fraudulent online pharmacies to watch out for. The FDA has a page on it that you can find in the show notes, but much of it comes down to quote-unquote natural remedies that do nothing for your diabetes, even if they boost your health in other ways, like turmeric. Great for your overall health, not going to cure your diabetes. They say this on the FDA page, quote, products that promise an easy fix might be alluring, but consumers are gambling with their health. In general, diabetes is a chronic disease, but it is manageable, and people can lower their risk for developing complications by following treatments prescribed by healthcare professionals, carefully monitoring blood sugar levels, and sticking to an appropriate diet and exercise program, end quote. If you see a post on Facebook that is clearly advertising or promoting a bogus cure, Insulin Nation has some really good reasons why you shouldn't share it, even if it's just to share your disbelief and your anger. First, ideas spread like viruses. Limit the contagion. Two, no one reads carefully anymore. Three, people don't understand that you're being ironic. Four, the Facebook algorithm doesn't care that you're rage sharing. It treats it like legitimate shares. And number five, it could give false hope to someone who's desperate. In the age of fake news, which we are in the thick of right now, it only dies when it isn't shared. So don't share the bogus claims, but fully share this episode with your friends. And with that, we're on to our spotlight this week. And the spotlight is on LifeScan OneTouch. LifeScan OneTouch has an online store with three monthly subscription options to help you receive individual coaching services and diabetes supplies right at home. The prices range from $24.99 to $48.99 a month, and services can include test strips and lancets, as well as access to unlimited coaching. Each of the subscriptions can be purchased with funds from a health savings account or a flexible spending account, and this removes the hassle of getting reimbursed for your diabetes care. So this is a really good option for people who don't have access to continuous glucose monitors and if their insurance isn't really covering the kind of test strips that they need or want to use. So you can find out more information about the subscription tiers by following the link in the show notes. And none of this is affiliate. This is just us sharing this awesome option for you guys out there who can't get CGMs. All right. And our question for you guys this week is, what's the craziest thing that someone has told you that will cure your diabetes? Is it one of the things that we mentioned in this episode? Something different? Let us know in the comments or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. And what's the craziest thing that you've ever heard, Colleen? Oh, it's still the cinnamon and the okra. But like uh, when I was doing this research, I thought it was ridiculous. They mentioning honey, like of all things, honey. Wow. So stupid. Can't even. What about you? Oh, gosh. I think somebody said that I could pray it away if I tried hard enough. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. It was really stupid. I She was old. She was so sweet and very nice, but she just, I don't think she understood. That is not how that works. 
no, it's really not. Um, <laughs> luckily, I didn't listen to that. And then I've also heard that you can exercise it away, too. I've uh, tried. <laughs> well, you clearly, because you're the captain of all those teams. I was until we moved to online and everything's more more or less canceled at this point. But that's okay. I mean, I had fun doing it. So, yep. No hate. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. That is it for this episode of This is Type 1. You can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 78. That's the number 78. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can fill out the form on our podcast page at thisistype1.com. And that's with the numeral one. Our music is by Joseph McDade. I have a free Facebook group where I coach people for free in the comments. And I go live on most Saturdays. And there's also a bunch of other different events in there. So you'll have to join to find out. You can join Life and Mindset Coaching by visiting the link in the show notes. It's hard to do things on your own and feel like you're, you're being successful at them. If you want help losing weight, reducing stress, and improving your relationships, you can book a free consult with me at inspiredforward.com book. I'm on all social media as at inspiredforward, and you can find me on DMP, which is Diabetes Management Platform, as at Colleen Mitchell with a space in between. And our email is Colleen at inspiredforward.com. And I'm on Instagram as at JJ underscore Crystal K-A-T. Please feel free to send me questions or comments you have about type 1 diabetes or about the show. If you do reach out on Instagram, make sure you let me know you're a listener of the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to listen next week when we talk with my husband, Tim, about his experience with type 1 diabetes as my partner. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.